Well, Heidi, ho, everybody. Um, I was talking to my good friend John Jeffers uh, this morning, and he suggested I do a damn video or a podcast because I have been slacking in my duties. So I thought I'd give you kind of a tour of my new shop, which I'm, is a progress uh, report, I guess. So this is where I do all my stuff. So, so far, this is my uh, lowrider CNC. Um, I still haven't got the control system worked out yet, but as you can see, it, it rolls. <laughs> which would be pretty fucking handy. Now, if I could just hook it to my computer and make it roll and cut circles. But for now, this is what it looks like. Um, kind of cool. It, it will actually cut a four by four uh, piece of plywood or steel or whatever I choose to do. And then my uh, big thought let me get this out of the way. Would be I could actually run this all the way to the end and have another access under there to where it would roll underneath and then it could do uh, shit you do with a fifth axis or is it a fourth axis? Fourth axis. So that's what I've been working on here. I'm impressed, but I'm easily impressed. Now over here is just some stuff, mindless shit that I haven't gotten organized yet. Over here, <laughs> I would say excuse the mess, but then it really wouldn't be a shop. This will be where I still want to work on doing Kydex. Uh, I get something here. So these will be Kydex wallets. And uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to continue to use the Kydex band to hold it together. I would rather get those one-inch rubber band, wristband things and put it on there. But that hasn't happened yet either because... We started remodeling our house, so fuck the hobby. So as you can see, I got a, a vacuum pump under here and then the heat pad and an oven. I would like to do the vacuum form Kydex mold because it's just cool. I don't really think I'll be in the Kydex business, but I want to make it. That's all. So this is another project. My CNC is a project. So I don't really do stuff with the projects. I just like building the project. And then over here is uh, a big wall of cabinets one of our customers gave us. So I stuck it in here. 
And so far, I've got it cluttered full of shit. So much so that now I had to make a workbench over here, which I just got this kind of put together so far um, for my chop saw, because it really is a pain in the ass to cut stuff that's really long. And then I got a bunch of this, uh, whatever the hell it is, slat wall stuff from a person that wanted it thrown away, which I was like, yeah, I'll take it down for you for free because it was close to $1,000 for this and that pile over there and that and some other pieces around. So that worked out. There's the table saw. So all in all, this is... A <laughs> A disgrace of a shop, but not completely. There's my vacuum system that I can hook to my machines. I'd like to run the ductwork all around to everything and then uh, have it hooked up to where when I engage the saws, either one or even my CNC, that comes on. Mm. What else? Not much else. The kitchen's still a, a disaster. And there's my old piano. And so this obviously is not a house that gets lived in anymore. It's my shop. All right. So I'm going to switch this over. So I'll be right back. Hold on. All right. That's better. John says people like videos. So what the fuck? I don't know if you remember Glenn Beck when he wasn't insane, but this is one of the t-shirts he made to uh, Border Patrol to serve, to protect and serve time. Because that was going back to Ramos and Compion when they shot a drug dealer in the butt, which was actually kind of funny. But because they discharged their weapons and shot the guy in the butt, on the assumption he was a drug dealer and an illegal alien. Turned out that he was a drug dealer and he was an illegal alien, but they had no right to shoot him or probable cause, so they spent three or four years in prison um, because George Bush was a whiny little bitch. That's my fucking opinion anyway. So that's, that's the shirt. Now, I've been fighting with the city. Most of you probably know that for, I don't know, two fucking years because I was adding on to my house and I didn't get a permit and they got all mad and trespassed on my property and then uh, proceeded to tell me that I was, in, I was not in compliance because I didn't get a permit and because I didn't stop working when they told me to. Now, my case is that why would I stop working when I don't recognize their authority to, to be on my property? And the codes they were citing only apply to residential housing and commercial, which I'm a private residence. And so therefore, why would I stop? And why would I get a permit? Because I asked the city attorney, well, how much is a permit? And they couldn't tell me. So they want me to testify against myself by filling out the permit application, which I told them was the funniest fucking thing I'd heard in a long time. So that's where I'm at with with that. 
I need to set this somewhere where I'm not dying here, holding it up. Let's just see if something like this will work. No. There. All right. So that's where we're at with uh, my court case. I was going to go to court tomorrow, but then I got a, a call from the court saying that they were going to continue it again. Uh, didn't give me a reason why. They just said that uh, the courts would call me and let me know when I had my new trial date, which is fine because the first thing I was going to do when I went in there was to uh, um, object on anything the prosecutor said because, well, shit, um, I never got discovery in two years. And so when originally when the prosecutor called me about a month ago and said that we were going to take this case to trial. And then uh, she called later on and said, did I get a court date? And I said, yes, I did. Thank you very much. Ha, ha, ha. And she goes, well, that date's not going to work for me because I need time to prepare a case. So we will continue it and then um, set a new date. At that time, I said, Oh, good. Then you'll have time to send me my discovery or whatever it is that you have for me. And she just kind of ignored that comment and said, uh-huh. So then I got my court date for what was going to be tomorrow. So maybe she woke up and realized, holy fuck, I did not give him his discovery. I sure don't want to bring it up in court because then the judge will rip me a new a-hole. So I don't know. That could be it. I have no fucking idea, nor do I even care. I just wanted to do that because, see, I'm not really worried about the outcome of this case. What I want to do is drag it on for about 15, 20 years and bankrupt the city for being douchebags. I don't really care. So like I told the mayor, I go, if I win, then I'm going to, you know, probably sue them for some other things. But if I lose, I'll just appeal it. So I don't really see any purpose for what they're doing, but they seem to. I had to put that phone in a stand. My arm was fucking killing me. So uh, the mayor understands that I'm just going to drag this out. It's not really a win or lose thing with me because even in 10 years, if I go, ah, you know what, you're right. Here's some money. The permit fee would be the same as it is today based on the, the fee schedule. And what else? I guess I, I would do maybe some probation because it was two misdemeanors. So let's just say I went, you know, you're right. I am such an asshole. Here's some money. And let me go to court. Okay. Um, they're not going to make any more than if, if I would have gave them the money two years ago. But it will have cost them a lot in filing fees and lawyer time and all that shit. And, you know, calling the city manager and bitching and whining about every little fucking thing that rubs me wrong. So that's my position in the case. It's not really, I, I got to win. So that's pretty much all that's been going on. I've just been so caught up in the details and the fucking minutiae of this court case 
that I haven't been able to really think. Uh, today's the first day I was actually even able to come into my shop and, and, and do anything of any any progress. It's just been 99.9% of my time worrying about it. And, and it, like I said, it's not about winning or losing, but it's still what it's like is um, we've all been driving somewhere. And then, uh, then a, a cop pulls out behind you. Or let's say you're on a, a fucking road trip and a highway patrol pulls out behind you. And you're not doing nothing wrong. You're not speeding. You got your cruise control set at maybe two, three miles an hour over the posted speed limit. So you're not being a total asshole. And yet he just follows you and follows you and fucking follows you. And after, you know, a mile or two, you're thinking, oh, fuck, he'll turn off at Circle K or wherever. If you're on the interstate, maybe he'll stop and get gas or he'll pull off on the next, you know, off ramp because that's as far as he patrols. But no, you know, two miles go by, three miles, 10 miles, 20 fucking miles. And all the time, he's he's not really stalking you, like tailgating you. But he got pretty close at first, and then he keyed his mic, and he chatted, and maybe ran your plates, even though he didn't have probable cause. And uh, you just start to worry. You're like, fuck. You know, is this guy going to pull me over? What the fuck? Maybe I should pull over and just act like I'm going to the bathroom or something. You know? And so it's that uncertainty and you have law enforcement behind you and you're thinking, well, maybe maybe my light's out. Maybe my license plate fell off or some asshat stole it at the last rest stop or what the fuck? And so it's like that. You know, two years of, of the city and this this pending bullshit case hanging over me. And, I, and I've, I've, I've talked to, you know, the city attorney I've been in. 12 or 13 pre-trial conferences trying to work it out. I've spent, I don't know, three, four hours talking to the city manager on three different occasions, trying to get them to maybe find a compromise. Because, you know, at first I thought, look, you're wrong. But you know what? If you'll just give me a permit or waive enforcement of your land use law on my property, I'll go away. But every time we get really, really close to it, and it's like, Boom. Nope. Um, I talked to the county and they said it's a compliance issue. And I talked to the attorney and they said that if this goes to court, they'll win. And, 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 then, and then so it just goes down the road some more. It's like, well, what the fuck now? So it's, I really have had them following me for, you know, two fucking years and not pulled me over, not wrote me a ticket, not done anything. Just, you know, eyeballing me constantly. And it's just fucking wearing me out. And, and I'm pretty good. I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't mind sometimes, you know. I fought the IRS for, fuck, 30 years when I was younger. And, you know, ended up doing, doing really well, actually. But this is different. See, they live in my fucking neighborhood. The IRS didn't live in my neighborhood. I could see them coming a mile away. But this is one of those things to where... I'm not at fault. Nothing I did was wrong. So it really is like being followed by law enforcement. It's like, I wasn't speeding. I didn't run that stop sign. I haven't done a damn thing wrong. And yet, there's that gut feeling. 
it. Maybe you did and you don't know because you can break, you know, you know, 30, 40 laws every minute just driving down the road and not even know it. Innocuous, stupid laws because like you looked left instead of right when you went through the intersection first and you're supposed to look that way for oncoming traffic and then that way across from oncoming traffic and then back that way. Well, that's just a rule of thumb so you don't get smashed by a semi. But you know, what if it's a law? Fuck, I don't know. I'm in California. I don't know the traffic laws. I live in Arizona. What the f- maybe maybe my tires look thin. Maybe he saw my windshield wipers come on when I sprayed the bug, you know, spray to clean my window and they look a little worn out and he could give me a ticket for that or a repair order. You just don't fucking know. So I was thinking I'd get some fucking closure, you know, tomorrow in court, but no. So then I texted the mayor and I said, hey, is this uh, maybe possibly something good? Maybe she, you know, had a, a fucking awakening, a moment of clarity that I, you know, they are violating the state constitution, not me, but probably not. I don't, I don't believe in coincidences, so. Who knows? Anyway, so there's that shitstorm going on. And uh, I don't know. It's just pretty much that's been all consuming. You know, we got the house done. So that's finished. You know, two years later, them fucking with me about not getting a permit. I'm done. Um, we moved our our store. You know, we were at one location for 18 years. And then we relocated to a nicer, newer, bigger warehouse, everything. Um, so that consumed a lot of time building, you know, you know, countertops for the new store, and, you know, putting in the floor covering, which I got to do for free because I know how to do it. Um, so that took, you know, a couple months just, you know, once the house was done, then it's like, oh, thank God I can, I can think. And then it's like, no. And then this, this this weekend, you know, my wife's like, I've been thinking, which is like code talk for like, I have a project for you to help me with, which means I have to do it all because she'll go, where's the hammer? Where's the drill? Where's the screwdriver? Where's the, the impact driver? Where's the bits? Where's the saw? Should I cut it? Should I unscrew it? Blah, blah, blah. So then eventually I just got and fucking help so she don't get hurt. And that's what that means. I've been thinking. So then we, we tore apart our outdoor kitchen because we have a rather large outdoor, I don't know, it's like a covered patio with a built-in grill and stuff. And, you know, 15, maybe 16 years ago when we built it, we used redwood for the deck around it, which might sound like a good idea in most states, but in fucking Arizona, that wood rotted in about four or five years. And then I patched it and then it rotted even more. So we just tore it all the fuck out and we're going to pour concrete. I'm going to pour concrete. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll pay somebody this time to do something professional. Um, so th- there was that. So like I say, I've had today to do a little bit of stuff. I've been uh, you know, listening to a lot of audiobooks and having fun um, watching a lot of uh YouTube videos from the Goldwater Institute on private property rights. And that always gets me fired up. It's like, yeah, fuck them, sue them. Yeah. Um, been writing uh, on Substack, um, which is just markboyle.substack.com. Um, and, and 
and actually writing some stories about what's been going on in the legal case and stuff. I started a new website called defundbureaucracy.info. Um, and either one of those places you can pay me money because it's not really for me or for my writing or any of that stuff because, you know, I actually do have a fucking day job and I don't need people to donate. It's, it's kind of a hobby with me. Just like if your hobby is golfing, you know, sometimes you might go six, eight months without going golfing because it's fucking winter or something or you're not feeling good. So it's really a hobby with me. But the reason I'm trying to raise uh, funds with uh, defundbureaucracy.info and also on Substack is because regardless of win or lose in this case, um, I feel it's important to to sue the city into oblivion and make them bleed until they realize that, yes, international building code and international residential code are actually a really good thing. And and I've read most 900 pages of it because I've, I've added onto my house in the last 10 years, probably three or four times. So I, I need that information to know what the fuck I'm doing because I'm a carpet layer. Um, so I read it, but they're not applying it properly in the city in which I live and probably throughout the entire United States because they clearly states in IBC and IRC that it's for residential housing. Now, maybe I'm a simple-minded dump buck, but isn't housing sound plural to you? Like more than one? And, and then commercial building. So how it boils down is the International Residential Code applies to all residential housing. You know, townhouses, condos, apartment complexes, two and three plexes and four plexes. Doesn't say anything about single private residence. And then there's an exception in the IBC says that if it's three stories or more, then you have to follow IBC because there's different structural engineering aspects to building, you know, housing that's three stories or higher. And and my case with me is they quote international building code, which is stupid because it doesn't fucking apply. So they'll lose there too. But anyway, I, I've told the city numerous times, I go, I have no problem with you guys doing, um, you know, code. And if a, if a contractor is building you a house... And you don't really know which end of a hammer to fucking pick up. Then it's the same as buying a car. You assume there's certain safety standards that they're following. So you don't just get ripping down the road at 80 miles an hour and the fucking tires come off. So there's standards. If I buy a house from a contractor, I am not the owner builder. I, I might be an IT person. I have no idea how you pound sticks together and add drywall and it looks like a fucking $300,000 house, then I would expect my builder to know that and to follow all the rules that are in international building code and that the city kind of enforced it to where I don't move in and fucking die. But I'm building this house. It's a private residence. And for them to actually come on my property and tell me to stop is 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 a violation of, you know, trespassing laws. 
it's fucking private property. So they're like, well, no, you're wrong. And so I said, look, city, um, you can continue to do what you're doing. Just do it properly. And I said, you know, it, it, and they're like, well, our, our code inspector drove by and he assumed he had probable cause because he saw you building. I was like, oh, that, that's a fucking great analogy. I go, so let's assume that county health inspector drives by and I'm, I'm outside barbecue and steak. Now, if you've ever known or dealt with city health inspectors or had a friend that owned a restaurant or tried to sell jam at the fucking local farmer's market, you know there's a lot of rules that apply to food handling and health and safety. And so I said, if he sees me barbecue and then he's got probable cause, right? And she's like, well, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. Because see, once you start locking a libtard into a corner, they start squirming out of it like a fucking cat. And they got sharp claws. So I said, well, he can't come on my property and inspect my kitchen or tell me how to cook my meat at what temperature or how to cook my eggs. See, it just doesn't fucking fly. Now, that would be a perfect example in a, in a perfect world where bureaucrats were not as dumb as a fucking box of rocks. But apparently, it went right over her head. Like, whoa, what the fuck was that? And so that didn't work. So I look around my neighborhood, and my mom bought this property back in 1972 or three, right about when I graduated. And then they moved here and said, bye, you're on your fucking own, bye. So that's kind of high. And I wasn't going to live in Benson back then. It's like, fuck, I'll go to Phoenix. There's hot chicks there. So I remember driving down the main road back in the 70s. And it was kind of a shithole. And now today, since I've lived here almost 20 years, houses on the main drags are just 20 years more fucked up. And there's a couple houses that actual people live in that don't have roofing paper. I mean, I can see the fucking plywood because it's so old that it's just, there's like barely any felt paper showing through. And I can literally see the, the, the joints in the plywood. And someone lives there. And, and, and I've asked people on the city council, I go, well, you know, you guys are all sitting around fucking eating donuts. Why don't you go fix it? She's obviously really old. And they're like, well, you know, we can't do that because, you know, there's liability. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Boy, tell, tell anybody that's ever done a good deed for somebody that there's liability. But I look at it as a failure of their, of their I guess, their planning aspect of planning and zoning. Because my neighborhood's been planned or zoned you know, 70 years ago, you know, this is agricultural, this is light industrial, over there we have retail, and over here we have housing, and light industrial, and then we got some housing, and, you know, whatever their fucking codes are, you know, so it's, it was done a long time ago. The planning aspect of, of planning and zoning is, you know, to, to, to plan a neighborhood to where 
it works to where like if I go, hey, I'm going to build a fucking Ford plant right over there and burn rubber to power my Ford plant, they'd go, uh, that's not zoned for that. That's actually a fucking neighborhood dickweed. And they go, oh, that's okay. I want to do it. See? And then they'd go, no, that's not within our plan. Go over that way 10 miles and build your fucking car plant or your battery factory or whatever it is, but not here. See, so they're supposed to make a neighborhood to where the value, the property values and the community values are enriched. Meaning my neighbor without a fucking roof is happier now than she was 10 years ago or 20 years ago when I moved here. You know, and so everything's supposed to be nicer. But as most city planning and zoning departments are, they're always busy chasing developers like, hey, yeah, build a thousand homes over there and, and put in some golf carts. Yeah, we'll cut you all this slack and waive all impact fees so, you know, you'll build here. Well, what about my fucking neighborhood? Oh, we don't care about you. But don't fucking build onto your house without kissing our ring or we're going to come down on you like a ton of bricks. And that's what pisses me off. See, because the grandma down the road should be able to call her grandson and go, boy, I'm going to go buy two rolls of roofing paper and some nails. And if you come and, and kick that rolling roofing paper out there, and, and and nail it down, I'll make you your favorite meal and an apple pie to boot. Now, most college kids would be like, oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to eat top ramen. But most people in a family would go, sure, Grandma. I've been wanting to do that for years for you. Well, you can't, see, because the fucking city are such dicks that I would have to, one, get a permit. And then if I'm going to be approved for my permit, I have to have a licensed roofing contractor do it because that's one of the things that code and um, ROC, Register of Contractors in my state, require you have a license to do HVAC, roofing, electrical, structural shit like trusses and stuff. So she can't do that. See, because all now all of a sudden, see, like two rolls of roofing paper, would probably be $200. It's a small house. I doubt you'd even need two rolls, but let's just say two rolls, $200. Uh, A couple bags of nails. Fuck, call me up. I got roofing nail guns. They could, and and all the coiled up nails, I donated to the fucking cause. But even if she bought all that shit and went and bought him a brand new coiled, you know, roofing nailer for $200 and some nails. And maybe even some drip edge. What the fuck? So the whole bill goes up to maybe $500, which it wouldn't really be that much. I'm just, I'm really going overboard on here. You know, buy your kid or your grandson a roofing nail gun because he likes doing handyman shit anyway. And he's going to drop out of college and, and become a roofer. So he does it for nothing. Or the city steps in and goes, no, 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 no. In the name of public health and safety, you're going to need to spend, I don't know, probably close to three grand. And your grandson can't do it. No fucking way. Got to be licensed. And so her house still has no, no fucking roofing. I don't know. Go fucking figure. So I guess I want to make the city bleed enough 
to where I could take sue them so much that I can fucking pay someone to put a roof on her house. I'll put a metal roof on it, and I'll even put new windows in for her if I could sue the city for enough money, because I'm pissed off to see people get fucked over by the government they elected. And then recently, I'm talking to some of the people on the city council, because I know, like, my brother's on the city council. I know the mayor. I know two or three of the other ones, and they're all fairly conservative. And I was like, why the fuck did you approve adopting the new international building code and residential code and maintenance code and fire code? All oh, this it's like a package deal for five, six thousand fucking dollars. I go, why did you? All of you, everyone I've talked to for the last 10 years have said, yeah, I want to put new windows in my house, but I, I, you know, I just don't have time or the money to get a permit. And say, oh, and you're the same dump fuck that signed onto this bullshit. So you're mad because something's happening that you signed off on, you stupid ass. So I, I asked my brother, I was like, dude, even you pissed me off. I see you signed off on this too. And I go, how does, how does that fucking happen? And he goes, well, what happens is, you know, we have a lawyer or somebody from the League of Cities, which I call the League of Vipers. They come and explain to us that you need these new codes because it lowers the insurance for the town. It also makes lending money to people that build new homes better because the code is up to date. And so he goes, they, they, they paint it all rosy and shit. And so we go, oh, well, that does make a lot of sense. So then, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about that. And then I'm talking to my wife about it. And she's like, well, does nobody in the fucking city know how to ask a question? And I was like, that's a fucking good question. So I, I, I asked my brother, I was like, um, okay, I, I get the fact that they, they have a presentation and it's PowerPoint and it's color and some guy's wearing a fucking suit and sounds really smart and all the lawyers in the city are going uh and no i go why didn't you ask them does this apply to private property owners and owner builders that's a fucking simple question isn't it i mean fuck i thought of it you know my wife thought of it and she's not as politically crazy as i am not when it comes to legal matters and so it's like and he's like well you know you could, you could be right i go well think about it I go, I can be driving around, you know, we have a golf cart, you know, we zip around on the property with when it runs, you know. And, and one time me and my son were driving around and doing fucking donuts and shit because we got six acres and a long road runs through it. And I go, we're drunk as fuck, having a great time. Now, a cop can't come on my property and go, dude, you're drunk and you're driving a motorized vehicle and you're endangering public health and safety. And And I, and I talked to, you know, experts about this for years and they're like you're right can't come on your property i go what if i'm laying in my front yard pass the fuck out and and, and one of my buddies is cop he's like well i'd probably come just as a courtesy to make sure you didn't fall off your fucking roof or get hurt but if i found out you were drunk i'd just say hey go inside it's getting cold but he had no authority to write me a ticket for being drunk in public why because ah, i'm not in public and even though the public can walk around and fucking see me drunk and passed out on my property, does not mean I'm drunk in public. Now, they might, you know, try to come up with some Trump bullshit, like, you know, well, you're running out there drunk and naked. 
And kids could walk by and say, not my problem. I have a right to privacy and my private affairs can't be fucked with in Arizona. Now, I, I don't drink. And you know what? I probably wouldn't fight it if I was passed out drunk and naked and some kid saw me and was offended. I would feel like a dumbass. The reality is, the super duper reality is, they don't have authority to enforce that any more than the health department can come on my property when I'm feeding the whole fucking town a barbecue for free, handing out free fucking beer and alcohol without a liquor license, endangering the fuck out of public health and safety on my private property and no one can do shit. But some goddamn building inspector, all high and mighty with his, you know, oh, look at this, read this. It's a stop work order. See, I have a jurisdiction to trespass on your property. What? So when he did that one time two years ago, he's really lucky he didn't get shot. And he's even luckier that I didn't trespass him off my property and charge him with criminal trespass. But at the time, see, I wasn't that pissed off. I just thought, this dumb buck is uninformed. Well, now I find out he's uneducated. It's a big difference. So that's why it's been eating at me so much because when you really think about it, it's like the more you think about it, the more you feel this is bullshit. And, and you know, it's that way in many things in law in America these days, because we've allowed them to just fucking strip mine our rights. But this one affects me because I drive around this community and I see people not being able to fix up their home and therefore increase my property value. No, because they don't want to. And I've been in these people's homes because we lay floor covering in their homes. Outside, it looks like a fucking shack. I mean, the stucco's falling off of these adobe buildings. I go inside, fucking brand new, you know, Viking appliances and expensive carpet, ceramic tile everywhere and all the shit that I know how much it costs, you know, and, and really a nice home, 85 inch fucking TVs and stuff. You're like, holy shit, you're not a loser, broke, busted crackhead, are you? I mean, look at this house. And they're like, I'm not going to fix it up out there because the city will fuck with me and they will raise my property taxes. It's like, you know, you're right. They have created a system that drops my property values, even though their charter is to increase property values and public health and safety. And if you go back to the roots of planning and zoning, it's to keep black people out of white neighborhoods, straight up racism. And yet, you know, if you had a business where you were being racist, you'd be out of business. But fucking planning and zoning, oh, well, we don't care. We call it property values nowadays, see, not, not racism. So it's set up and done that way to where my property... One of their big arguments with the city was, Mark, if you don't get a permit, you'll never be able to sell your house, <laughs> which is kind of fucking funny because half of that's true and then the other half's just bullshit. But I, like I, I explained to the city manager, I go, well, first of all, thanks for your concern. But I go, if it's a cash transaction and there's no title company involved or lender, uh, I could sell it all day, every day. But I said, the sad thing about this fucked up town is I could not sell my property for what it's worth because I couldn't get a comp in a three-mile area that's worth what my house is for other than my neighbor 
who's a contractor, has a huge-ass house setting on eight or nine acres. And and I think a realtor told me, no, you have to have three comps of equal value or more. I say, well, there's me and him. So fuck you telling me I can't sell my house because I didn't get a permit. I can't sell it because of your stupid-ass policies. So I would sue them over that. Plus, the dumbass that came and gave me my stop work order. I might have told you this in one of my podcasts, but I'm on a rant. Um, he comes. Let's see. One day I come home from work and there's a stop work order on my house, which I just peeled off and stuck in a file and went back to work. I'm like, fuck you. And you're pretty piece of pink of paper. You know, it's like if I give you a piece of pink paper that says stop wearing fucking striped ties, are you going to do it? No, because it's none of my fucking business. And there's no court order, judge signature or any revised statutes. Like even a ticket has the revised statute or an ordinance number of something I did wrong. So I went back to work. So seven days later, the main dick and his apprentice that left the first work order shows up and 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 I'm watching from the window just like for 20 minutes like what the fuck are these ass bites doing so I I walk out there and I start talking to him now this time they did not walk onto my property which is a good thing and he's like well I just wanted to make sure you got uh, the first work order my buddy here left and I said yes and I said I don't appreciate him trespassing and vandalizing my fucking house by sticking a piece of paper on my house. I go, and if I would, if it would have fell off, then that would have been littering. And then he proceeds to lie to me and tell me he can come on my property, which is fine. I'm not going to dis- discuss reality with a dumbass bureaucrat. And then he hands me another fucking stop work order. Now, I just told him I got one. And I look at it, it's the same fucking thing. The same thing. And I and so I looked at it and I, and I handed it back to him and I go, look, I can quote three trespassing statutes in Arizona right now. I go, this has nothing on it. So he takes it back and he writes down the ordinance. So now I can actually look up what he's fucking crying about. But think about it. The stop work order says I have 12 days to respond and he's here in seven days. I admitted I got the first one, so that is fucking harassment. Straight up, plain and simple. Now, it might be kind of hard to prove because neither one of them have my address or my name on it, so I guess they didn't harass, right? They didn't harass me because I'm not named. The first one had no address, and the second one had the wrong address, which was fucking beyond funny. So... It's, I want to sue him for that. And then if I win, then I guess I could get him for threats and intimidation because the pink piece of paper says you will go to jail and pay a fine. And they can't, they can't say that if it's not true. And if I win, then it wasn't true. So I'll sue him for threats and intimidation. Now, if I lose the first case, which I will appeal, then they've told me to stop working on my property. And in Arizona, that's illegal. Not just by virtue of a fucking ordinance. It's illegal because in, you know, Title 12 of the Arizona Constitution, 
I think it's section 11 or something, chapter, fucking blah, blah, blah. I have it written down somewhere. Um, and you'd think I would remember because it's been eating at me, but I have a shit memory. But I do know that's illegal. Um, they said they can't stop me from working on my property. And their land use law would be in violation of Arizona statute. And therefore, I could sue them for as much fucking money as I see fit. They're the ones that have to go prove I'm wrong. And they have to prove I'm wrong because what I'm doing to my use of property is in direct violation of public health and safety. Building a house is not a violation of public health and safety, especially not on private property. It doesn't include anyone. If I'm building it for my dumbass neighbor and getting paid, that could be construed public health because he is part of the public. I am not from that point of view. So I could I can sue him for that. And then they would have to go to court. And that's why I told him, if you just drop this thing and waive enforcement of your ordinance, your land use law, on my parcel of property, then I'm not giving an inch. See, I'm not admitting you have any fucking authority whatsoever. I'm just saying your land use law is fucking with my property rights. So if you'll waive it, I'll drop it. But see, for them to to accept doing that would have to mean that they accept the fact that, you know, they're wrong. So they're not going to do that either. So that's where we're at today. And and, and uh, I will I will upload this and edit it up and put it on uh, ContraRadioNetwork.com as a podcast. And I might put it on my website, but I, you know, I don't know. I might take part of it and put it on uh, Defund Bureaucracy website. Um, but Prepper Guy's just kind of in a holding pattern. It's like I'm a rock musician, and I just don't feel like putting out any new content for a few years. Big deal. But uh, I might put it on Defund Bureaucracy if I chop it up a little bit. Um, but I, I have a video player for my new website, and it's not working right. And I can't use YouTube because they fucking suck. So what I've been doing is just putting it on Contra Radio Network uh, and then sharing that link to my website um, because the other system's not working. So anyway, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to... Uh, Go home, which is that away, you know, the end of the, actually the beginning of the, the property, and I'm at the end of the property. So I can't think of anything else to rant about or bitch about. I hope um, some of this made sense. That's what I've been up to. Sorry, sometimes just things get on, get in my head, and I, you know, I get writer's block. I get talker's block. That almost sounded nasty in some weird way. <laughs> Something about blocking and that's a guy thing. So anyway, I will talk to you all later. Um, I hope you're having a, a great new year. Um, I can't wait for the, the world to collapse because I'm really sick of the bullshit. And as long as we continue to protest peacefully, nothing will change. The founding fathers were not peaceful protesters. They just fucking shot people at the end of the day. You know, they tried riding England probably for a hundred years. And then they just got tired of it. So just fuck it. If I see a guy in a red coat, I'm going to shoot the man wearing it. That comes from Tombstone. So anyway, 
Talk to you later. Hope you enjoyed this. Adios. Bye-bye. Love you. Ciao. We made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space. And we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no further. That's just my game.